What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast, the Breaking Bad edition. Sorry for the delay. Just finished watching um, episode 14, second half of season 5. Ozymandias, was that the name of it? The guy from Watchmen, right? Ozzy, is it Ozymandias? I don't know how to say it. But Ozzy something. Something along those lines. Alright, so you watched it last night when I wasn't around. Uh-huh. And I hated that I watched it alone. Crazy episode. Very crazy. Just so much going on. I don't even know what the fuck to say about it, really. I'm just at a loss for words. I couldn't... To break down the fourth wall, we take notes when we watch. We do. I, I couldn't even fucking take notes. I was just watching, and I didn't know what to write. There was so much emotion, and, and every scene had just had multiple things happening at it. There wasn't... I couldn't write it down. It was... It was intense. Like, I, all you wanted to do was watch. You didn't want to take your eyes off the TV to jot anything down. I know that's how it was for me. Yeah, same thing for me. I uh, I was so drawn into this episode that I couldn't even write shit down. Not only that, but there was so much happening. I couldn't process it all. There was so many different emotions and angles and so much happening. So we... My well, my part of this review might be a little lackluster. You watched it twice, so you might be a little more in depth than me. Maybe, we'll see how it goes. I guess. Because at the time, I when I was watching a, sp- a particular scene happen, I noticed different emotions happening. This is happening because it, it's, it's just layers and layers and layers on shit, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't. I I just I'm not smart enough to <laughs> verbalize it. It's. I I don't even know what to say about it. Like it it was just so like one second my heart was pounding and I was anxious. The next second my heart was pounding and I was sad. And it was just like there's only two episodes left. Like, yeah, I can't believe it. it's crazy. I didn't for some reason in my oh I just want everything to be sunflowers and blue cloudy skies. Yeah, mind I it never really crossed my mind that it was gonna end so horribly for everybody. It had like, to. I just didn't picture that. It and had to. There was no other. It was no I'm way. I'm glad it did though. I'm glad it's not going a happy route. Like you know. But think about it. how could it be happy with right. any of them? Right. I I don't know. I was just kind of hoping that everyone got out the way they wanted to get out. All right, so let's start with the first scene. It's a flashback from uh, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman in the RV. They're old cook spot. I like how you referred to him as Walter White because he was straight up Walter White. Yeah, he really <laughs> that was. was like, it had to be like the first cook. Yeah, he had the hair and the mustache, yeah. the no, no suits. <laughs> it was great. And Jesse was still all, ah, whatever. Yeah, he Don't looked, care. you know yeah. what though? Jesse looked like he does now, but with hair. Yeah, uh-huh. Like he, like a little more mature he is now, but yeah. he looks the same. He's fatter too. Yes, <laughs> chubbier in the face. Yeah, his face is all bloated. Yeah, he couldn't pull off the flashback the way Walter Brian Kingston yeah, no. did. Yeah. <laughs> what did you get from that scene? Because I got something from it. I don't know if it's a, f- a f- stretch or what. What I got from it was like the whole opening. S- you mean like the whole opening scene after that? Like what happened? No, there? just the oh. opening scene, the RV. I didn't really think anything of it until you came back from commercial. What did you think? Oh, the, uh, yeah, the opening scene is there. Uh, I thought that whole opening scene was just a, a sim- symbolic for innocence. Like it was an innocent time. 
when you know, he was just doing it for money for his family. It's like like a baby's innocence. Like a baby is innocent when it comes into the world. The world hasn't corrupted it yet. It hasn't ruined it. Right. And, and Walter was like, well, he was like a baby in that world. He was like innocent in the world of drugs, still picking up pizza for the family, doing his yeah. little thing in the desert. And, and and just like a baby, when a baby gets older, it gets corrupted and loses innocence. And look at Walter now. Where I, is he now? He's past that point. Like, he has nothing now. Yeah, so I think that scene was, like, symbolic of, of, of the innocence of what was. That's really good. Like, yeah. how it started. Definitely. And that was a pretty quick scene. And they go right right to uh, the ugliness. They go from the innocence right to the ugliness yeah. of the shootout, the aftermath. And I like that it showed that it took place exactly where they were cooking. Like, that's just yeah. that's crazy. Where It's where it all started and where it all fell apart. Yep. Well, I mean, you guys, you could say it fell apart way before that, but the Hank dying thing was the thing that really got shit real. Yeah. Now, I did have something in that last scene I forgot about. When he calls home for the pizza. You know, I mean, calls home to tell Skylar he was going to be late. She asked for a pizza. Like, that's they loved each other then. Yeah. Like, that was love. And I think that's what Skylar has been holding on to this whole time. Even though, like, she was very up and down with him yeah. she, I think the bottom line of it all was that she loved him there also might have been symbolism in the thing she was packing up the sad clown Yeah, like a sad clown is happy on the outside sad on the inside and uh, if you kind of look at Walter he's he was a happy clown for before he got into the drug business because he was never fulfilled Right. he was always he played the role of happy happy and maybe he was happy but inside he was never really fulfilled he never Reached his potential, so he, in a way, is kind of like a sad clown, too. Right, like, not until he felt like he could do it did he feel like he needed to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it took facing death for him to, like, get some kind of personal fulfillment. So you can kind of get some symbolism there, too. Yeah. And you get back to the present-day shootout where we ended last episode, and Gomez is dead. Dead. Hank is shot, limping, and uh, Jack and the guys, they uh, approach him. And uh, 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 Walter's in the car, still handcuffed. And they pretty much just want to kill Hank. You right know, underst- understandably. Yeah, especially when he pulls out his ID and it's his, he's a DEA agent. Yeah. He was ready to do it right then and there. Hank knew the whole time that he was dead. Yeah. That's why he was being such a dick. Right. Ignorant, and he just knew the whole time. He wasn't even Everybody giving them an inch. Everybody knew. Like, it, you know it was going to happen. That's why he wasn't giving up an inch, and that's just like Hank's character. If there was no way that character would beg. No, never, never. Yeah, and just Walter was saying they let they let Walter out of the car, uncuff him. Walter tells him that he's family, and pleads for him. Says, you know, I got eighty million buried here, and fucking, there was no way they were gonna ever let Hank go anyway. No, never, and like Hank said, he was just too too stupid to see it. For all his fucking smarts. Yeah. I like that line. He walked his way out of every... He talked his way out of a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. I was fucked up. It was crazy. Shot him in front of Walter. Walter falls. Just fucking crying. He just collapses. I n- you never, ever see Walter begging for something like that. Yeah. Ever. 
Uh, well, that's not really true. Uh, I think he's begged before, but in a different way. Uh, when he, him and Jesse were in Gus's uh, 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 cook, and Gus was putting on the suit, he was kind of begging for his life then, but in a different way. He was saying, who are you going to Who are you gonna get to cook? Yeah. You saw in his eyes that he was pleading for his life. Yeah. So he, he has, I think he has kind of, not like this to this extent. Right, like this, this is... Pleading, the, pleading, please. Very un-Heisenberg-like. Yeah, he was definitely know? Walter White at that moment. And then uh, he turns us, and then he turns to Heisenberg again when uh, Hank is dead, and they find Jesse, and he wa- he's no mercy for Jesse. No mercy because he Jesse. he blames Jesse for Hank. Absolutely. Now it's it's a tough thing because you see how Walter handles it, and it's like, well, you kind of can't blame him because Jesse was with Hank, but yeah. at the same time, you don't want Jesse to die. <laughs> Yeah, Jesse, it was his fault, you fucking rat. <laughs> but still, I still I want Jesse to be okay. Yeah, that's why we that's why I was trying to make the last ex- episode we did, last podcast we did, I was pleading on I was I thinking know, of a way I for know. Jesse to get out of it. And we were both right because you said he would run away and hide, which he did. Yeah. But they found him. Right. And I said that uh they would get him to cook for them. To by holding up the picture of the kids. What's yeah, the name of that You were 100% that bitch. right on that. Andrea. Andrea and Brock. Brock. You know, you see Todd uh, f- Todd has some remorse for for uh, Hank towards... He doesn't give a fuck about Hank. He feels bad for Walter because he respects Walter so much. Yeah, slightly. Slightly. He felt bad. He, like, he, f- he looked funny. He... I hate Todd. He even said sorry for your loss. Yeah. It was awkward. Now, right after that, I thought that before he says that he's going to give Walter the barrel or whatever, it was running through my head that, oh, maybe he's going to make him cook. But then... I thought that too. Yeah. For a second, yeah. I'm glad that they let him go because I wouldn't... Like, if it came down to these guys taking over and that was it, that kind of... I would be bummed about. Do you have any um, guess on who the M64 is now? Todd. I'm, think, I'm thinking Hank's going to get revenge. I mean, fuck. Borta's going to get revenge for Hank. Now, you know what I thought at the end of this episode? Not so much about the M16. 60. The M60, sorry. The Ryzen. I was like, oh, maybe the Ryzen really is for him. He's so unhappy with his life and he can't kill himself. I think Walter would. Would you think Walter has the balls to shoot himself? No. No. I don't think he'd be able to do that. That's why he went back to get the rice in for himself. For himself. Yeah. I don't know. He fucking. When they find Jesse, Walter just wants him dead. He fucking pointed at. Jesse was hiding under the Chrysler, Walt's car. Walt spotted him and, and, and just. Was like, yo, there he is. I found him. You, oh, Jack, Uncle Jack, you owe me Jesse's death, life, whatever the fuck it is. And I don't know why, but that surprised me. Like, I couldn't believe that Walter did that. That's because he, he... He was with Hank. He blames Jesse for Hank's death. A hundred percent. hundred percent, yeah. So much so, he is so done with Jesse that he's, he's even confessing to the, the thing with Jane. That he watched her die. That was just... And that he could have oh, saved her. Digging it in. Digging it in. 
And like you said, Jesse didn't take his eyes off him the whole time driving away. Yeah. That that was tough. So they're about to kill Jesse and, and your boy Todd. Your boy. Your boy. <laughs> Heisenberg Todd. He decides to uh, see if Jesse, uh, what Jesse told people. Now, what I was thinking at the time was it doesn't matter if what Jesse told them because they're all dead. Hank's dead. Gomez is dead. I forgot about the tape. The tape, right. A tape that Jesse made confessing everything, telling them everything. Right. Which was, Todd's pretty smart. For well, you know what? For a second I thought, oh, maybe Todd is just trying to help him out. Because he kind of was a little weird about it, Todd. I, I, I thought Todd wanted to torture him because remember Jesse punched him in the face? Yes. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah. But now we know why. The tape. You know, he found out. Yeah. We have history, he said. Right. I was like, oh, he wants to get revenge all the way back from when he punched him in the <laughs> face for shooting a kid. That's funny. And, uh, all right, so you, you uh, they bury him. Bury Hank. Bury Gomez. Out in the desert where they first cooked. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, that is really... It's pretty sad for Hank. Yeah, man, he... Uh, his character went through a lot of shit <laughs> over the All course of this show. All because of sh- Walter. All because of yeah. Walter. For the course of this show. He started out, Hank, in season one as like a, just a goofy guy. Like yeah. the, hey, football, beer, man. I'm a big cop, fat dude. Yeah, goofy. Arts, uh. He yeah. had a hell of an arch, arc. arc. Yeah. Good character, man. That guy's good. I like him. Yeah, I'm sad to see him die, but, oh, you know. Yeah, it, it had to be done. Yeah. Uh, you know that um, Dean Norris, the ca- the actor who plays Hank, wanted them to kill him in the first half. Really? Because AMC cut the season in half. So in between seasons, what are you doing? Oh, just <laughs> playing with it. I'm, it's not. I'm, I'm oh, okay. Do you poke a hole in it? No, no. <laughs> what? Uh, because AMC cut the season in half. Right. So the, all the actors can't work, can't do anything. Until the season is officially over. Oh, right. But since the season is cut in half, it makes it a whole year. Right. So now, so the actor who plays Hank was like, yeah, I can't work. Just right, kill my right, character. Right. Yeah. Kill my character now so I can go fucking work. That's funny. But yeah, it kind of worked out because he's on a hit show anyway, The Dome. i never seen the it. The Dome. No, I never saw it either. I saw the preview. Fucking Walter takes one look back in the rearview mirror. And it, at the burial spot. Was it the burial spot the where burial Hank was spot. buried? Had to be. spot. Because he buried it where they cooked, right? Or it was a little back from, I guess, where they cooked. I think Hank was... Uh, fuck, I keep calling Walter Hank. <laughs> yeah, you do that a lot. Fuck. I think Walter was looking back where Hank was buried. All right, like, yeah. Like, holy shit. My brother-in-law's in that hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucked up. Like, And to just drive away from that is just crazy. Yeah, and he runs out of gas because he's a bullet hole in his tank. Couldn't leave that money, though. Hell no. Hell no. Now, the song that they played was the greatest song to scene. Foreshadowing. It was just, it was great. A lot of foreshadowing. Great, perfect song. I wonder if it's a song that was made, though, or like they just did it for... You know, you mentioned that when we were watching it, and I think it was already made because it sounds like an old song. Yeah, it does, but you never know. I believe the song is called "Goodbye to Everyone," and uh, it's well. We see what happens in the in later in this episode. Yeah. How fitting that song is. It 
appropriate. Very appropriate. Hank buys his old fucking truck. Some Indian guy's Walter. house. <laughs> oh, a water. Sorry. Buys water buys an old Indian truck. <laughs> I hate that Walter's such a hard word to say. I can't. Walter. Just, Hank is easy just to say. say. Walt. Walters. Walters. <laughs> Buys an old Indian guy's truck. He's out. He lives out in the desert. And I uh, cut to the scene. Marie goes to the car wash. Marie goes to the car wash. Now, when I first watched this scene, I didn't take any notes. After it was over, I paused it and jotted a couple things down. But I was just so into it. Marie went in there like a boss. Like, she was laying down the law, like... Very proud of herself. Got your man, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Skylar's whole attitude changes yet again. You know, she's all... (laughs) Yeah. It was was a great scene. Now, just to touch on your whole color thing, Marie, everything Marie was wearing was black. Now, I just thought that appropriate because Hank died. Definitely. Yeah. Because she's always, uh, according to the, uh, the the people out there who pay attention to the colors, it's always purple with her. Yeah, she was in all black. That's definitely, uh, that's got to be on purpose, right? Yeah, I will, 100%. It has to be. It's a good pickup. Yeah. When we first started this podcast, my original thing was to watch the show twice. Watch it once f- f- to take notes. Mm-hmm. Pay attention and, and really st- break some shit down, and watch it twice for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But then that would just be for too much. It would be so. Tired. It'd be just too much. So, after watching it twice, how how was it? There you were watched- a couple things that I jotted down, like the second time watching it. Like you pick up on things, but then you know you already know those things the second time you watch it, so you're able to pick up on other things. Yeah. It was very important for me uh, to do it Sunday night for Monday morning. Uh, it probably doesn't even matter. I don't know how many people listen Monday morning. But I know for me it was very important to do it Sunday night. Because uh, I remember when we did th- when we used to watch Lost. And we used to listen to the Jack and Jay podcast. Jay and Jack. Jay and Jack podcast. Uh, their podcast wasn't available until Wednesday. Yeah, it was like a couple days after, and that, and that sucked. sucked. I wanted to listen to it Monday morning. Yeah, because the show ju- it was fresh in your mind. Yeah, so even if there's only like, even if there's only two people who listen to this podcast Monday morning, it's worth it. The, yeah, it's it, it's a, it's hard. It's really hard to do it Sunday night because we have to do it after the show. Mm-hmm. Then I have to edit it and listen to it, and then post it, and then put music in. So it's a lot of work, but I think it's worth it for having that one or two people listen. The next morning. I like to listen to the next morning. Like, I do. So Every do I. Monday morning, I listen to it. <laughs> well, it's worth it just that, you, that you'd listen to it Monday morning anyway. Yeah. And Okay, Marie, she's real proud of herself. She goes to the car wash, and uh, she, she really she tells Skylar that Hank has been... Uh, Walter's been arrested oh. by Hank. Oh, jeez. I only call Walter Hank when they're both... I only call Walter, Walter Hank when, when, when they're both in the sentence. Yeah. She tells Skylar that Walter's been arrested. Do you think Skylar believed her at first? Yes. Or she wouldn't have came, I don't think. Yeah. Now, this is what I brought up to you once we were watching the show. Everybody is like a bad guy. Yeah. Well, you know, Walter's a bad guy. You know, Jesse's a bad guy. Saul's a bad guy. Hank is a good guy, but he's not. he's no longer with us. Right. 
Uh, but he was a cool guy, you know. He was he was kind of a cool dude, you yeah. know, straight of brow and whatnot. <laughs> Marie is the only she she was a kleptomaniac though. Yeah, she wasn't she really. Her. I hate Marie, and she's just trying to do the right right thing, and I hate her. She's just I just want to flick her in the nose, like get get <laughs> out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't like her much either. I guess there has to be that one character. Like, if it's not Skylar, it's got to be Marie, you know, yeah. that you're not liking. But she does nothing to make you not like her. She's but just, I still don't yeah. like her. She's doing what I think a normal person would do. You have to tell your son, it's over, come with me. And I hate her. Right, but put yourself in that position. You don't want that kind of person around either. Maybe that's why, like, you're kind of sympathizing with, yeah, the opposite end of her. You know? I, I guess so. Yeah, I don't. She just seems like too goody goody. Yeah, like stay out of my business, bitch. Yeah, get the fuck out of <laughs> here. She's very proud of herself about Hank. You know, but, you know. Of course. And she, yeah. she tells uh, uh uh they have to tell Flynn and and Skylar's like no we're not telling him and I think the scene ended right there. We went to Jesse in a hole, right? Yes. And Jesse's in the hole. He looks fucked up. Like they've been, he's been torturing. Yeah. He's been tortured. Like as soon as I saw that, I, my heart just sank. I was like, no. He looked oh fucked my up. God, he was definitely fucked up. He had like a burn marks on his face. Cuts like gashes. Cuts and gashes, and uh, he was the he he looked like the last temptation. I mean, the the that Christ movie. What was that Christ? Passion of the Christ. He looked like the Passion of the Christ happened. It was bad. To him. And I'm like, oh my God, Todd is such a little. Douche. And That's Todd is just... That wasn't my real word, but... He's just going going uh, through the motions. Pick him up. Transport him. Jesse's pleading for his life. We, you know, but Todd doesn't even give a fuck. No, he he just picks him up. Brings him into the cooking area. A nice facility. Where the fuck is that facility? It's underground, isn't it? It's underground. Oh, no, 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 no. They mo- I guess they moved it because he opened the giant door and it was... Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They took all the equipment out when it was underground after oh, okay. they killed all the people. I don't know. It didn't show us where they moved to or anything, no. It's a nice, pretty nice setup. I got a pretty yeah. nice setup. Nice and big. Spacious. Fucking Todd hooks up Jesse to, like, this fucking pu- police, like, a rail system or something where he's chained to it. Like something you'd hook your dog up to in the backyard. Yeah, or so the retards from something yeah. about Mary. I let them run, <laughs> retards run back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have just seen the motions he was doing. <laughs> and they, but his hands are free, so he can like kind of be around. Right. He sees something in the distance. What is it? I don't know. I was looking at. A, I was. I saw. How a sp- could he see that from that far? I was like, huh? I, I saw a. I saw a fucking jet ski back there. Yeah, I saw something. That's what I thought he was looking at too. Yeah, it was like some kind of jet ski or something. <laughs> so he pulls himself down the rails. And he focuses in on the picture of Andrea and Brock. And Todd's in the back says, all right, let's cook, as he suits up. He's definitely taking on the role of Heisenberg. Seems that way, right, yeah. Because yeah. uh, that was what Fran- uh, Walter used to say. <laughs> let's do it again. <laughs> and you know what? He's just, he's very stone-faced, cold about it, which Walter was a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I hate Todd. I fucking hate Todd. I feel like he'll get his. I hope so. He's definitely getting... I hope Jesse kills him. I could see that. I hope so. 
like blows some chemicals up in his face or something. I think Todd will die a, a cold death, like a, a execution style, because his character is so wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. He deserves to just. I just hope that. Jesse kills Todd before Walter goes there, if that's going to be the case. Because Walter will kill Jesse. <laughs> he, Walter just, he hate that's it, man. They, yes, they straight hate each other. They're total enemies now. What if Walter goes in there with the M60, blows everyone away, and it's just him and Jesse left? I think he would kill Jesse. Hundred, definitely. What would the conversation be? I don't know. You killed Hank. It's your fault. Jesse would say, no, you killed Hank. You did it all. It's all you. I don't know. That's a possibility. And then he drops to his knees, drops the gun. Jesse takes it and shoots him. That would be horrible. (laughs) I don't even know. I just don't want either one of them to die. I love them both. What if the last scene, Walter goes, shoots everybody with the M60, goes Rambo and motherfuckers. (laughs) Talks to Jesse. Right, he wants Jesse dead. Says, you, you killed Hank. It's your fault. Jesse says, no, it's your Hank. Take responsibility for what the fuck you did. Let's Jesse go. Walt goes to sit down on some ledge, takes the rice in, and Dying. watches the sun goes down as he dies. I could see that. That's, uh... I guess that wouldn't be terrible. But I can't see Walter letting Jesse go no matter what. Even when if Jesse pulls some shit on Walter that Walter's been pulling on Jesse the whole series, just mind fucking him. Finally, Jesse gets to mind fuck Walter because Walter realizes it is all his fault and it's his fault. His family's gone and Hank is gone and everything he had is gone. I don't know. It's possible. I don't know if Jesse has that in him though. I think he might after being tortured and shit. And uh, we'll have to see. Thing throw, kind of threw it in his face. Let's talk about Walter Jr. being told about... This is bullshit! <laughs> bullshit! You I both... I noticed up in the head. What did he say? I noticed how they, they got rid of him quick. He's such a bad actor. They, they got rid of him quick. Yeah. He's like, this is bullshit. And then he ran away. Yeah. You can't oh, mean he's... Oh, really? Ha- breathe? He's, a, he's handicapped. You can't fault him for it. But no, no, not at all. He's, he's just, good, but... Yeah, it's, he's just Walter Jr., he was pretty upset. He was. He didn't believe them, but it was great that he was like, oh, "This is shit. That's what this is. This is shit." Yeah. He sounded like Anchorman a little bit. Funny, Ron Burgundy. Yeah, yeah, I laughed. I laughed. You're a dirty pirate hooker. <laughs> and they're in the they're in the car driving home, Skyler and and and, and Walt Junior. Mm-hmm. Flynn. And the fucking seatbelt thing is going off. Bing, 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 which is annoying. Flynn, will you please put on your seatbelt? Shit me right. Safe. Shitting You're shitting me right, me right now. <laughs> You're shitting me right now. <laughs> I want that as my ringtone. <laughs> what, Walt Jr. saying you shitting me right now? Yeah. Or no, the, but this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Yeah, record that shit off the TV. You guys are crazy in the head. I'll what do that. What does he say? What does he say? Uh, I don't know. Messed up in the head, I think. Then you're both crazy. I don't remember. You're shitting me right now. <laughs> <laughs> They pull up to the driveway. That old Indian's truck is in the driveway. Mm-hmm. It's Why wa- Skylar Park's right behind it is Not next to me. it. Yeah. Stupid Skylar. <laughs> Walter's going crazy packing his shit. Trying to get everybody's clothes. Fucking Skylar knows right away. Where like, is Hank? Like, why are you here? Yeah. She knows instantly. He had you in handcuffs. Yeah. 
And he, he it took, a, I think, a lot for him to hold it together. Yeah, because shit was... You kind of hear it in his voice. Especially when Walt Jr. was like, they said you were a drug dealer and you were arrested. Yeah. And, yo, shit, that one, that scene in the house was... It, it got hurt. real. Yeah, like, I looked at it from, like, a this shit happens in real life standpoint. Like, that's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. It really it brought serious. it to a, a real life level. Yeah. Like, um... Let's say, let's say Walter got arrested from the house, from the incident in the house. Mm -hmm. Then they find out later he was a drug dealer. That's something you would read here in the news or read in the paper that uh, domestic abuse. uh, It turns out that this guy was a drug dealer or whatever and and shit got brought home and that's how he got caught. Right. Was the domestic shit, the drug life that he was living. (laughs) It really brought it to a real level. Yeah. Real and life. Just like watching it, like him and Skylar rolling around on the floor. Baby crying. The baby crying. Walter Jr. screaming in the background. Like it was insane. Like yeah. ah, it was upsetting. It was really upsetting. And then uh, Walt Jr. jumps on fucking Walter, and because they're wrestling over the knife, and and Walter got the knife. And he gets up and uh, fucking... Flynn tackles him. Yeah, and, and Walt Jr. and Skyler on the floor like hu- like a huddled mess. And yeah. Walter stands up. And he's like, what's the matter with you? We're a family. And the camera, the, the camera oh work was brilliant. Oh, my God, his face. He was... It was intense. Like, we're a family. The camera work was great because they... The camera was on Walt Jr. and Skyler and it pulls out and shows them... In in a very inferior, uh, like a fetal position, and Walt standing over them, like yeah, like you're looking at an abusive person. Yeah. And at that moment, I think Walter realizes that holy shit, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Like this is is like we're a family. What's the matter with you? And I think he realizes like what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Like was- finally. He realizes that holy shit, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Like, I don't think no matter how much he said it before, towards I don't the family, think, right? It's just, it was never like that with them. Yeah. And now it's reached that point, and it's so surreal for him. Like, it's hit home. Yeah, it's shocking. Yeah, it was shocking for me to watch. Yeah, it was hard. It hurt. Yeah, it was. It was fucked up to watch that outside life come into the home. Yeah. It was fucking. It's the best show ever, man. It is insane. Just the, it, ah. the feelings and emotions that I had during that scene. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I couldn't verbalize it. I couldn't write it down. I couldn't verbalize it. There was so much happening with Walt Jr. finding out. Because I've been, I've been in a situation when I was a kid where I was hanging out at my friend's house when I was young. And I was sleeping over his house, his mother's house. Uh-huh. And her drunk boyfriend came and attacked us. Like he came and knocked the knocked the door down and oh, beat Jesus. her up and threw him around. Really? And uh, so Walt Jr. I feel like I understand what he was going through. Yeah. Seeing this, like I was only ten at the time. Walt Jr. is like sixteen. Yeah. When someone is being like attacking another another person in front of you like that, and you're a kid, that person, Walter White, in this looks larger than life. Yeah. They look like the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like, like just just a monster. Right. And Walter Jr. was protecting his mother from this monster. And I think 
Walter seen himself as a monster in his house, finally. Yeah. I think he always considered himself, you know, he called himself the danger and Heisenberg. It was uh, a lot of emotion. Yeah, it really was. Like, I don't even know what to take from it. And then the fact that Walter Jr. calls the police on him. Like, they are just so done with him. They don't want him around. Yeah. And he, it's just sad to see where he started and where he is now. Like, he did it for his family. It turned into... Something else, yeah. Something else. But, you know, at the end, it was for his family again. You know, like, he came back down, realized, you know, all right, uh, me and my family are going to be okay. And now he doesn't have anything. Like, so it was all for nothing. And it was all f- for he, he, his ego. Eventually, was the problem because he did it for his family, mm-hmm. for real. Right. Then he realized that this it, it made him feel alive. Right. Got his dick hard again. They were having sex again, and he felt good about himself. And then he was making money. And then he had he kept they kept taking steps back, so they'd make more money. He had to cook more. Then he kept taking a step back then he finally got money then he got this ego about him and Hank was retiring and he had mm-hmm. to open his fucking mouth and tell Hank that Man, maybe there's someone else out there right and then that was his ego again mm-hmm. fucking with him and it was his own fault yeah. every step of the way it was his own fault definitely and then he finally got out it was too late mm-hmm it's 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 his character has come like full circle too. Walter. Like it was bad, it was good, it was really good, and now it's bad and now it's nothing. Yeah, now he's back to being impotent. Right. Symbolically. The rise in the fall, yeah. Symbolically, you know? Right. What did you think when you when uh, uh um Walter grabbed the baby? I was, I was shocked. Like, oh my god, why would he grab the baby? Like, I didn't know if it was because he was in such a craze and he wanted a way to get back to his family, like, you know? Yeah. But I'm so glad that, you know, he did what he did and gave her back eventually, but yeah. it hurt that he took her. Like, it made it even worse. And then Skylar running after him, it was so heartbreaking because, like I said, it you put yourself in that situation. It's a real life situation. Shit like that really happens. People really deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's just that scene of her falling to her knees in the street with that look of terror on her face. It was. It was very prominent. You know, it was, it was a very great, intense scene. Yeah. When he took the baby, I didn't think of anything of like, holy shit, he's gone way past the bad guy. Now he's uh, 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 kidnapping his uh, baby. He's not kidnapping his kid. He can't kidnap his own kid. But taking the baby was like, fuck, what the fuck? I mean, that's not Walter Whitey thing to do. Now, do you think he had the plan already hatched in his head that he was going to... That's how... Excuse me. That's how he was going to... Taking the baby was that's how he was gonna get Skyler on the phone and to do his little plan, or did he just take the baby just to? Why did he, did he do that? I think he took the baby. It doesn't. I don't know why he did it, but I don't think he did it because he already had that plan. 
because when he was in there changing her diaper and you know he was all happy playing daddy and then she was like ma 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 like it really hurt him like he was upset i think he realized he did the wrong thing like just <sighs> the look in his face so it was like a spur of moment desperation like why would he do that i don't know my only guess is that he wanted a way back to skylar right you know like he took her it would get him to see you know skylar to meet him to get the baby again and you know oh a way like a, oh, a, a way to see her again a way to in talk right because he always wants to talk it out right but right. jesse yeah. especially right that's that's the only reason i could think of i agree with that that, that makes sense to yeah. uh to have that connection with skylar so we could talk to her and try and smooth things over but I think he realized that, you know. Yeah. Cops came over and he knew the cops were there. And that, that scene with him and, the, and Holly in the bathroom, it was nice because. Kind of just makes you love him again. Like The, the baby uh, was cute, too. Yeah, she really is cute. Yeah. She really is cute. And then the baby said, ma, 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 ma. And he was, you know, he felt bad. and I don't know, Walter... Doesn't have too many scenes with Holly. No. Was that the first one of them by themselves? Usually it's just Skylar comes home with the baby. He goes over to her, says, hey, and that's right. it. Right, yeah. It's like it was... the first scene of them together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Skylar's got the cops at the house. Probably the feds. Probably the FBI. Right. Maybe DEA. Who the fuck knows? But mm -hmm. police types. Phone Su rings. Suits. Right. Phone rings and... Uh, Cops uh, put the trace on it, mm -hmm. let it ring a couple times so they can get a, a, a trace. Right. And it's Walter. And he's I knew right away he was acting like somebody. He was yeah. doing something funny. I didn't know what the fuck he was up to. But I knew he was acting funny because he wasn't talking like himself. Mm -hmm. And what he was doing, what was he doing? He was doing like <laughs> he was simultaneously confessing to everything he did at the same time clearing Skylar's name. Oh, I didn't even th see that. Yeah. I I thought of it more as like he was kind of being a dick to her so she wouldn't go to the police. I didn't think that he knew that they were there. Yeah, he knew that the cops were listening. That's why he was being put himself putting he was making himself like the real real bad guy and clearing her name at the same time by saying, "Yo, you uh, I made you go along with me and I, I told it. This was me all along. Yeah. I did this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, now I could see that. That's why the look she had in the face, she was like, she. And she was like, I'm sorry. And You're right. Yeah. She realized it too. She picked up on it pretty quickly. Because she knew that Walt wasn't. I can't being believe like that. I totally missed that. <laughs> I took it in more of the way that, like, he was trying to scare her into not going to the police. No. And that's no why way. he broke the phone because he didn't want them to be able to find him. Wow, you are so right. I can't believe I didn't get that. Yeah, you could tell he wasn't talking right. He wasn't. No, I could tell that. I thought he was just doing it to scare her. Like, Hank crossed me and now he's dead. You cross me and then you'll be dead. That's not Walter wouldn't do that. But I, he was being totally crazy. But that's what he was saying. So that's. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't read past all of it. That's good though. Wow, that's no, good. I can't believe I missed that. That's huge. It's good that now uh, I want to watch it again right now. Yeah, watch <laughs> it again. Check it out. 
He was fighting back tears the whole time. He was putting on that act too. Yeah, he was upset about having to do it. Yeah, he uh, he he's having a hard time. As he's he had to keep on that bad guy persona while on the phone, but he was like, he was uh, fighting back tears. And uh, he, he uh, here's what they do in movies: they always break the phones. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't do nothing. He's just separating the speaker piece from the phone piece. Well, he ripped the battery out, too. Oh, he ripped the battery yeah. out, too? There was, right. like, three steps to his process. Because, you know, in a lot of movies, when they're done with a the phone, they'll break off the speaker piece. Yeah. It doesn't do nothing. He's just breaking the piece off. <laughs> uh, I think in the movie Departed, they do that a lot. They break yeah. off the phones like that. And we end the scene where uh, he drops the Holly off the fire department. Which, thank God. I was, like... What is he going to do? Like, I knew you knew he wasn't going to hurt her, but I just wanted her to be okay. Yeah, it felt bad for that little kid. In that, yeah. In that thing. yeah. And she was, like, crying hysterically as he pulled away and she but was it trying was, to get out of the window. It wasn't even like she was just sniffling, like, where was I? Mean, she's so scared. Where am I? What's yeah. happening? It was just that baby's a good actor. <laughs> yeah. She rocks at the ripe age of <laughs> what and a half. Thir- uh, yeah, 11 months. And, uh, you know, we see that. Walter called Saul's guy. The guy that can make you disappear. I never noticed it was tombstones back there, like headstones. Where? Like, right behind him where he's sitting. Those are all, like, headstones. Oh, is that what that was? Uh-huh. Oh. I, didn't, I, I didn't notice it when Jesse was standing there. I didn't notice it until the second time I watched this episode. You know, Reservoir Dogs, that, that warehouse is a funeral home. Oh, really? And there's coffins for each one of the guys in the background. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's what someone told me. I haven't looked right. at it. Some asshole told me that. Some, Some dick. <laughs> I know the person that listens. So oh, that's why I'm doing oh, okay. That. <laughs> I was like, what are the eye motions? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where do we go from here? Um, I don't know. If this episode was this crazy, how, like, you know, what's going to happen? I don't know. I hope that Jesse kills Todd. Who's the damn ricin for? I, for some reason, think it's... It's either for Walter, the uncle, or for Todd. I don't know why. I just keep going back to the fact that I think it's for him. Like, that's my gut. That makes sense. He can't kill himself. But know, here's like the thing. He's got himself. he's got the ricin, a silent killer. And he has a giant machine gun, a loud killer. So it's two different ways to... Right. Two different ways to kill somebody. No. Maybe it's for Marie. <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> you mean the gun, right? One of the other. I hope he f- fucking shreds her. Just fucking rips her up with that fucking gun. I don't know. Who do you? What do you think? I guess I'll stick with what I said before. I mean, uh, the theories change weekly to weekly. <laughs> Every know, week there's a I new know. theory. Walter disappears. Walter disappears, which you were 100% right about. You totally predicted that. Right. And uh, he's by himself. Gets the gun from whoever. whoever. Right. Goes back to the neighborhood. He's got the gun in the trunk. Goes back, gets the rice and... He's on the mission. Ricin is for Lydia. Gun is for the gun is for Uncle Jack and his men. Jesse kills Todd. 
Face off, Jesse, Hank, Walter, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Final face off, Jesse, Walter. They shoot each other. Get into a fight. Walter strangles Jesse. Walter lives to live, goes on to live. What about his family? They're just in protective custody somewhere. They're in no danger. I don't know. I don't Give know. me a theory. Come on. I don't know. That's a good one. Just make some shit up. Um, okay. Oh, I don't know. Jesse kills Todd. Jesse gets away and lives happily ever after. <laughs> um, Walter hates the fact that he has no family. He has nothing left. He wants to get revenge for Hank, so he takes the gun and goes and kills all Uncle Jesse and his crew. Then he's so sad about... <laughs> well, wait, wait. Oh, like, wait, wait. Jesse. Are, we, are we watching Full House? <laughs> John, John Stamos on the brain. Um... <laughs> Kills all of Uncle Jack and his men. And is so depressed about his... L- Does he leave the Austin twins alone? Do they get to get away? <laughs> Only Ashley gets away. <laughs> is Ashley the third one? No, Mary-Kate and Ashley. There's a third one. Oh. And she's actually pretty popular. She's, she's actually... part make- of them? They're a threesome? Yeah, there's a third one, and she's actually a movie star. Like, she's in movies. There's a third, like, twin? like a, Or it's like a separate sister? She looks like them. Oh, but she's but not she's like separate. they weren't in the womb. No, no, okay. no. But there's another one. <coughs> okay. Right. Um, Walter takes the rice in and kills himself because he has nothing else. His family lives happily ever after. Is he sitting on a lawn chair on 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 the rock watching the sunset? Yes. <laughs> that was my theory. You can't take that. Well, that, that sounded nice. I hope he goes peacefully. I don't want the show to end. I don't want it to end with him in jail. Definitely not. I don't either. Um, maybe by going back, he'll get his ass caught. You never know. But um, the dog at the end. Why do you think that dog ran across the street at the end? I don't know what that means. It's something. Or else it wouldn't have been there. What's the dog? I bet you, you know how these things, I bet you if you look up that dog's breed, and if you look into the breed's background, there's something that connects it. Everything <laughs> connects to everything. Oh, I'm going to Google it. The, these fucking producers and writers, they everything has a reason. Yeah, that dog wouldn't have run across the street right after. For no reason. They do all sorts of shit it's like symbolic that. symbolic of something. Yeah. Walter running away, maybe. There's a dog on the loose running away. Rabid, maybe? No, he's not really rabid. No, he was just running away. You don't, you know, the dog was by himself. He was on the run, on the loose. That works. The dog was by himself, loner. It's got to be more than that, though. It can't just be that easy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it works, though. Mm. What if Walter White kills everybody, and then you start a new show, The Walter White Adventures? Burn, 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 burn. And now he's a vigilante, hell-bent on revenge. Against who? <laughs> criminals, all of them. Of the criminals of the underworld. All the, 
the drug dealer criminals. And Jesse, Jesse, all right, Jesse's disfigured. He lives. He becomes like the Joker arch-villain type. Ooh. Yeah, and he wears a mask. Half of his face is covered. Like Two-Face? Jesse face? Yeah, and his catchphrase is, is bitch. 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 And it's a forever fight, Walter White Adventures. You like that? I do. Oh, they are going ahead with the Saul spinoff. They Better are. Better Call Saul, yeah. Oh, that's going to be... I like him. I like him. He's but a total douche. It's going to be different tonally, though. Yeah. It's going to be like a kind of a comedy. Yeah, it would have to be. And what I read what I read on, on, on the article was interesting is that they... If it's going to be a prequel, it has to be a prequel. Uh-huh. It has to happen before Walter, so you might see Mike or right. Gus... Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, Huel and Cole Kuby. Yeah. Bill Burr's guy yeah, character. Yeah, that's really cool. That'll be interesting, right? Yeah, we'll have to watch that one. All right, good. Let's end this now. Um, uh, uh, once again, sorry for the delay. So, so sorry. Day late, not so bad. Nah. Check out the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast on iTunes. Uh, leave reviews on your on your home computer, your Mac. Not on your phone. It doesn't work that way. Uh, let us know how you feel about the show. Um, I might start. In the last episode, I was thinking about giving out a number so people can call in on their thoughts and feelings about the last episode. I'm not sh- too sure about that. If you have any um, insight on how I could do that without giving out my number or Angela's number, there's a way I could do something like that. Let me know. Mike Russo, NY, gmail.com. They, I think I maybe have apps for that. We gotta look into that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, subscribe and review. Uh, you want to plug anything? Nah, just Mi- usual. Uh, Mike Russo, NY, at Instagram and Twitter. And I'll uh, see you next time. Two episodes left. Two left. Holy How fuck! Sad. What the fuck? See ya. That's crazy. <laughs>